Hello, 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 and welcome to the Colorful Plates podcast. I am your host, Stephen Medina, and this is a fresh produce outlook for the week of July 30th, 2018. And as they say, good things come in threes, so why stop now? Brian Denton again joins us in the studio to give us our three things segment. Brian Denton, what are our three things for this week? Well, thanks, Stephen. This has been a really amazing week for us. Actually, the PMA, Produce Marketing Association, uh, annual food service show happens right here in Monterey. And uh, field tours happen in the Salinas Valley. People are um, coming in from all parts of the United States and, and actually all parts of the world to to take a look at what's happening in the Salinas Valley. So it, it's, a, uh, it's a very busy time for us, and it's a very interesting time for us as we get a chance to interface with customers, with suppliers, and, and uh, distributors all... Uh, across the board. So yeah, I've got three things for you. Um, first and foremost, I'm actually out in Georgia and Florida over the next week and a half. That's where the Eastern Veg deal is happening right now. Uh, that's bell peppers, squash, cucumbers, eggplant, tomatoes, um, and of course, lots of local produce. It's a really great growing season right now for them. Uh, keep an eye on um, larger weather patterns, obviously, in, in this part of the United States. Uh, thunderstorms come come through pretty much on the regular, uh, but but during hurricane season is when we really need to, uh, to take a look at what's going to happen I know that uh, last year I was there when Hurricane Irma uh, came up the eastern seaboard and, and really uh, really had a, a detrimental effect on on not just the uh, the eastern veg those those bell peppers and, and squash and cucumbers but also uh, on the plantings that had happened and, and on the trees that were um, bearing fruit for the Florida orange farmers so it's a great time for for those fruits uh, that produce right now uh, just keep an eye as hurricane uh, season uh, approaches uh, secondly lemons are still really tight um, quality is only fair and our conversations with with suppliers it's going to continue to be the case they're telling us that the demand exceeds supply so of course that drives prices up it's it's an odd industry that we're in that that uh, in fresh produce when quality is low or, or just fair that's when prices are often the highest and, and that is uh, definitely the case right now um and then third, we're getting some really great feedback from folks about uh, needing additional information, asking questions. We're responding to those as that comes in, but I would point you to our sister publications, um, The Source, The Source Plus, and The Source Live. And real quick, that um, that is at ProactUSA.com. That's P-R-O-A-C-T-U-S-A.com. And those market reports are available right there on the website for you to take a look at, interactive maps with weather uh, information so that you can see what's happening in those growing regions. Um, the Source Plus, which comes out on Friday, is a, just a shorter document that gives you an idea of how supplies are and how the product looks. And then the Source Live is our ongoing video series where we actually go out into the fields and work with, with farmers, with growers, with suppliers uh, that can give us a better picture and a better visual picture of what's happening in produce. So that's your three things for today. Thanks, Brian. That's really great. Uh, we will make sure to put the uh, Source market reports information into the description notes so you can click right there um, to take a look at those reports Brian was talking about. Up next, we had the opportunity to sit down with Brent Scatini, who is the VP of Sales and Marketing for Mission Produce, and he gave us a real good inside look at what happens in the avocado industry, what's going on now, and uh, what we can look forward to in the future. So tell me a little bit about what's going on with avocados right now. You know, one of the nice things about being in the avocado business is that we've got a huge amount of growing demand on a global scale. Um, while we have mature markets in South America and North America, we've got a lot of growth that's happening all over the world in Europe and in Asia. So um, 
couple that with the fact that we're trying to find greater amount of sources to supply that growing demand makes the business really exciting right now. Um, in general, we're, uh, we've got production coming from three, three different areas right now. Um, we're finishing up the California crop right now. Um, we've got product coming from Mexico and we're kind of in the heart of the arrival period uh, from product coming from Peru. Um, Peru will probably continue harvesting through week 32 or 34. Um, and then you've got shipments arriving for a handful of weeks after that. But we're probably right in the heart of the amount of product coming to North America from Peru in terms of its arrivals uh, because of the amount of time that's on the water. When it comes from these different growing regions, um, is there a big difference in the, in the fruit we're actually seeing or are they fairly similar to one another? The characteristics are slightly different. Um, right now in California, we're at the tail end of the crop. So the dry matter or oil content levels are very high. So you've got a very good tasting piece of fruit. Um, uh, the same goes for the crop we're finishing up in Mexico, the old crop. We're now going into the Flor Loca, which is the new crop, um, which will probably have a little bit lower oil content levels. Um, and the Peruvian oil content levels are really, really solid right now. So um, I think what we're seeing um, out of Peru is as the trees mature and we get into you know, our third and moving into fourth year of real production in Peru, we're starting to see the, the flavor profile of that uh, fruit get much better as, it, as the crop matures and as the trees mature. So I think that we'll see um, while um, maybe a couple years ago people felt the Peruvian fruit was infer inferior to um, California or Mexico, I think what we're seeing now is we're seeing that gap close and it's the fruits gaining more and more acceptance. So um, good looking fruit, good tasting fruit. Now, is, um, as far as like the, the life cycle or the, uh, I know you said it's been a couple years and it's getting better. Is that just happen with, uh, with time as like it, new rowing regions just come online? Sure. It, it, there's a couple things that go on. Um, a lot of it has to do with the maturity of the trees. So, you know, it takes, you know, you really don't get any significant production off an avocado tree till, you know, around year three. Um, and then as those trees mature, um, you start to see them produce fruit that's got that better flavor profile. Um, the other thing that's happening is obviously Peru is a fairly new country of origin. Um, so our growers, our, our, the people, our agronomists, the people who run our operations in Peru are learning as well. But we've got a really good piece of fruit this year. And the, and the stuff that I've tasted in comparison, I'd put it right up against any Mexican or California piece of fruit. Um, we've seen some really, really good stuff out of there this year. That's, that's awesome. Um, and I know recently just in California, uh, Southern California has been hit with heat waves and have just ravaged a lot of different things, whether it's lemons and, um, and avocados. Uh, what does that mean? What is the outlook for that? Um, sure. It's, it's still a little early to tell what the long-term effects of the heat we just experienced two weeks ago was. I mean, we had um, growing areas in the Fillmore, Santa Paula, and Ojai area that hit 118 degrees. Um, there were some areas in the further southern part of, of California that got hit with really extreme temperatures as well. So we, we experienced a lot of fruit drop in the field, um, just fruit falling off the tree. Um, we experienced very high uh, levels of, of coal rates, at least within the first 10 days of that heat wave that we basically couldn't pack because the fruit was just unusable. Um, 
we're going to see it probably reduce the remainder of the California crop, but we're, you know, we're on the downward slope of what's left in California. Um, we still haven't got any good figures as to how many pounds are left on the trees right now. And it's going to be, I, I don't, I don't feel comfortable that we're going to get a really good assessment because the crop will be over. What we're really concerned about is what's this doing to next year's crop. Um, next year's crop, the fruit is already set on the tree and we're seeing you know, the fruit already destroyed and or falling off the trees right now. Um, that is going to have a significant effect on next year's crop. And there is um, a school of thought that says this is going to have a significant, significant effect on the crop the year following. Um, so, you know, while um, California fruits used to getting temperatures or heat waves that get you into the into the low hundreds, they're not used to 118. So um, while it's too early to call it devastating, it is going to have a major effect on what happens next year and even the year after. Yeah. It, it sounds like, though, that uh, that mission is doing everything they can to um, make sure things are happening in other growing regions in Peru and, and Mexico to help offset that. And so you guys are set up, sounds like in a, a great position that even though California has been hit pretty hard, um, that still great fruit is going to be able to be available. Absolutely. One of our goals is to have at least two countries of origin in production at all times. Um, that way, when something happens, I mean, we are a California-based company, but if something happens to California fruit, um, we've got to have uh, fruit coming from somewhere else. And as you know, the majority of the crop comes out of Mexico. Um, our operations in Peru are, are pretty massive, and those will continue to expand. But we're also looking at other countries. Um, and our goal is to be able to have, like I said, product from at least two countries, uh, if not more, at all times of year. So um, you've, if you read the, the trade press, you know, you see that we've we've got operations, uh, partnerships in Colombia. Um, Chile is a place where we've got, um, you know, a significant roots in terms of, of getting fruit from there. And that's another thing that Chile will start probably coming on with fruit here in the next 30 days somewhere. Um, market depending um uh where we've got um uh, colombia we've got options um all over south america guatemala is something that we're um, investing in and in a multitude of other countries that we, we're setting up to help us have that dual supply at all times yeah that's great i, th I think um having that kind of information uh both for um chefs and for those that are meal planning down the road this gives them a good idea of what they can expect coming um, from the avocado market. So thank you so much for taking the time to, uh, to chat with us. I appreciate it. All right, boys and squirrels. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Colorful Plates podcast. We want to give a big shout out to, again, Brian Denton for stepping in and giving us our three things. Brent Scatini over at Mission Produce for filling our brains with all things avocado and everybody else who made this podcast possible. And if you'd like to learn more about avocados or other produce items, make sure you check out colorfulplates.co. It is just a cornucopia of great resources, including fresh produce guides, information on ripeness, uh, man, tips and tricks, everything the culinary professional would like to know about produce but was afraid to ask. Check it out, colorfulplates.co. Hey, and make sure you smash that subscribe button below so you can stay up to date with what's happening in the produce industry. Um, get some inspiration, some tips and tricks, some great things happening uh, here on the podcast every single week. That is it for us today. I am your host, Stephen Medina. This has been another episode of the Colorful Plates podcast. Stay fresh. Stay fresh.